0: Too exhausted to keep swimming. The man endured a cold night in the ocean. At one point, police say a shark came to, quote, nope, nope. have a sniff nope. <laughs> before leaving. <laughs> so shark just came by. <laughs> Nothing. <That's> what <laughs> we <laughs> got here? Off.
1: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Patrano. At 712 on Wisconsin's Morning
2: News. Just want to share a story with you that, that touched me this week. I'm actually wrestling with what is the feeling that it's instilled. I mean, I guess sadness is what I'm settling on, but just gave me pause. Appears to be a murder-suicide. Although Sheboygan police have not labeled it as such, they are still investigating. And and murder-suicide can look like a lot of different things. It could be a violent offense where the shooter then kills himself, and we've seen that certainly on a mass scale, on a one-on-one scale. It can also be, as may be the case here, some sort of mutual agreement, which is still sad but certainly less tragic. Let me share this with you from the Sheboygan Police Department. Some folks called police Wednesday morning saying that they had seen their neighbors or had not seen their neighbors since Monday of this week. So must have had reason to think that that was unusual. So police go out. They call this a welfare check. That's not terribly uncommon. Folks call police from time to time. Something doesn't feel right here. Haven't seen the neighbors or these folks. I normally, you know, they haven't checked their mailbox, things like that. Right. Pop up. So they call this a welfare check and police will gladly do that. So they head out to the home. And they say they found a note that was taped to the mailbox. It was addressed to Sheboygan police, and along with it was a key to the home. Officers entered the home. They found a 66 year old man and his 69 year old wife dead. They believe both died from gunshot wounds. Police recovered the gun there, believed to be involved. And then there was an additional note instructions for funeral arrangements. The police are doing their due diligence and they continue investigating. It could be an elaborate crime, someone working hard to cover their tracks. However, authorities said they do not believe the public is in any danger, meaning this is likely just what it looks like. Maybe one of the couple decided to do this. That's certainly possible. It could be a decision they made together to to exit this life together. Sad regardless, we will look to police for further explanation as they conclude their investigation. 714 Sports is up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive. It's worth the trip.
1: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The 8 8 Green Bay Packers hit the practice field for the first time this week on Wednesday afternoon as they prepare for a must win Week 18 matchup with the Chicago Bears. Last season the pack had a eerie similar situation where they lost to the Lions who sent them home. Quarterback Jordan Love on using that loss a year ago as motivation for another win and in situation. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I don't really think we need to use that. I think this team is motivated enough just the situation we have um, to get into the playoffs and how bad we want that. Um, Like I said, just with, you know, the season we've had, the bumps um, along the road, but uh,
3: to put ourselves in position, um, you know, I think everybody's very motivated.
1: Love got the best of news at practice on Wednesday. All of his pass catchers back out on the practice field together. Yes, that does include receiver Christian Watson, Jaden Reed, who left that game in week 17 at halftime. He also returned and Dontavian Wicks, who missed week 17 he also returned to the field. A remorseful J.R. Alexander also returned to the team after serving his one-game suspension. He spoke at his locker following the team's practice on the lessons he learned.
4: Uh, yeah, I think it was definitely something to learn from. Uh, uh, there was definitely things that I could have improved upon during that week uh, to help with the communication. And uh, moving forward, you know, uh, yeah, that won't happen again. Packers
1: Bears getting set for a three twenty five Sunday afternoon kickoff as Bears quarterback Justin Field is anticipating a loud crowd at Lambeau because well that's all there is to do around Titletown.
3: Uh, I know their fans are gonna be loud because there's not much to do in Green Bay except watch football, but um, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a great environment to us for us to play in and um, you know, hopefully have a great game and get the double on Sunday.
1: <laughs> is he not? Uh, yeah. Is he wrong though? Yeah. Mm. yeah, I lived in Green Bay for
2: <laughs> four plus years, plus four years in college. Sure. plenty to do. I mean, look,
1: football is at the center of the universe in Green Bay. You ever that's been to we that? Want. We
0: want Bolton board. You ever interior. been to the hype? That's right.
1: It's pretty cool up there. Grocery <laughs> store. They got a bar in there. Anyway, speaking of bar, you're need a bar after that Bucs game last night. They sure thought that night. was funny down there in Chicago, though, didn't they? That press score.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm
2: not sure it was that funny. <laughs> <laughs> they thought that was pretty funny. It was crack on Green Bay. All right, see you Sunday.
1: <laughs> Over to the NBA, where once again, the Indiana Pacers getting the best of the Bucks. And now a steal around midcourt. Middleton just dribbled it right through two defenders. and Now they're showboating. Heal throws it off the backboard to Jackson, who stuffs it down on the alley oop. Dave Kane on the call here on WTMJ as the Pacers throttle the Bucks, one forty-two to one thirty. Good news, though, Giannis did record his third triple double of the season with thirty points, a season high, eighteen boards, and eleven assists. It's the most points Milwaukee has surrendered since last December. And it is now the fourth loss to Indiana this season alone. You know, they play fast. We have to be very disciplined in transition, you know, with our schemes and and whatnot. you got to execute at a high level. I won't go into too much detail about, you know,
4: opportunities for us uh, in the future, you know, if we play them uh, in, in the playoffs or whatnot. You know, you always gathering Intel, and um, we can get better. Uh, we know that, you know, there's always room to get better, and we just got to keep plugging away.
1: Bucks right back to work tonight in San Antonio. Hopefully they can get better, as you heard Adrian Griffin there. Tip-off set for 6.30. Coverage will begin right here on WTMJ, starting at 6.00.
2: Hey, this is your Milwaukee Brewers doing something a little bit new. The Winter Warm-Up, presented by UW Credit Union, is at Miller High Life Theater downtown. A lot of space there. Not this weekend, but next. More specifics on that and how you can attend in a moment. We have on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline this morning.
0: Rick! 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 Rick!
2: Brewers President of Business Operations, Rick Schlesinger. Rick! 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 (laughs) Rick! Rick! I know you've been waiting to hear it in the new year, Rick.
4: It's been a while since I've heard that, so it's always, it's always good. Always keeps me you, keeps you awake. Hey,
2: so before we get into some of the more inviting elements of the winter warm-up event, can I just ask, what, I mean this sort of seriously, like what are you going to do with yourself here in, in 2024 now that you no longer will spend virtually every waking moment trying to get a stadium funding package across home plate?
4: Yeah, no, it was, it was a, lot of, a lot of work from a lot of people, and obviously we're pleased to get it done. But, yeah, it does free up a little bit of my time, but uh, I've, I've managed to figure out other things to do. So, um, you know, we're selling tickets, we're working on sponsorship deals, we're getting the new scoreboards installed. Um, we've got some fun things going on next week. And so it's been busy, but a good busy, and before you know it, we'll be celebrating opening day. Is
2: one of the things you have to do, Rick, here, sort of lay out the the wish list and the priorities? You know, the funding will be there, but I just kind of look at it as our house. I know eventually we need to do this. I know eventually we need to replace that. But, you know, what's the order in which you do those things? Are you far along in that process?
4: Yeah, we're helped tremendously by the fact that we did a facility assessment and the state did a facility assessment, which actually closely aligns with our own so we sort of have a good roadmap, at least for the next 20 years in broad strokes and of course every year we're going to work with the steam district and refine it and you know there's always going to be changes some things that we think we need to do we probably can defer and some things that we didn't expect to have to replace or repair will come up and we'll do those but generally speaking we have a really good roadmap to work with and uh so you know we did a lot of that work ahead of time and that was the basis for the funding proposal. So I think we're we're much better off now than we would have otherwise been.
2: Talking about the Brewers, Rick Schlesinger. So January thirteenth, fourteenth this year at Miller High Life Theater, Brewers Winter Warm Up presented by UW Credit Union. You got a main stage show each day. Uh, what are fans going to see and hear in here in that presentation?
4: Yeah. So what we do with the main stage? is a ninety minute show where we bring in the players and we try to have fun with it. It's it's a way to showcase their personalities. Uh, we have some, obviously, some returning veterans, some some alumni like Robin Yount and Prince Fielder and uh, Larry Heisel and Corey Hart. And then some of the new guys, the Jackson Churios and the Tyler Blacks, Jacob Mizrowski's the players that are going to be part of the Brewers' future. Um, so it's a chance for the players to sort of, you know, meet with the meet the audience, have some fun. We'll do some game shows. We'll do some Q&A. Um, there's an autograph session that day and the next day, um, is actually sold out. It's player clinics where we're going to have kids taught the the skills of baseball by some of our coaching staff and, and high school and college coaches that we work with.
2: You know, you mentioned a name that I think a lot of folks would be excited to get in on an autograph early, and that is Jackson Churio. Yes, sir. Maybe the most celebrated prospect, certainly one of the most celebrated prospects in the history of this organization. Uh, Have you met him, Rick? Like, do you know him at all? Is he fired up to come to something like this?
4: I have not met him. I'm eager to meet him. And uh, yeah, I think he's one of the things about him is his maturity. He's he's. He's still young and obviously has not played a major league game, but I think he he understands the goal and and the fact that he has a big contract. I don't think it's going to go to his head. I think he approaches the game with a high-level professionalism that uh, is beyond his years. And uh, So yeah, I think he's going to be a generational talent for us.
2: And then one more thing on the winter warm-up, and uh, stand by, because I'll make it worth your while for sticking through the segment. More on that in a moment. But folks who uh, who are a part of this event will have an early opportunity to buy tickets for the home opener. How will that work for folks?
4: Yeah, so people that are attending this event, we wanted to give them incentive and also reward them. And obviously opening tickets are very, very hard. So when they get there, there's going to be a code that gets sent to them and a link, and then they'll be able to buy the tickets. So it's um, it's obviously something that generally we don't, you know, we first give to season seat holders that opportunity. And when there's a limited number of individual game tickets, those are available usually a week or two before home opener. This is a chance for folks who are not season seat holders who come to this event to actually get single game tickets for the, for the home opener.
2: Rick Schlesinger of your Milwaukee Brewers. Great to talk to you early in the new year, Rick. Let's uh, catch up again soon. Thank you. Let's so if you want to go to the event for $0 E, Ooh, you giving away? Brewers Winter Warm Up right. Event presented by UW Credit Union. Giving away two tickets right now. Here you go. Caller number five to the Old National Bank Talk and text line 855 616 1620. Caller number five wins a pair to the Brewers Winter Warm Up Event next weekend, presented by UW Credit Union. We, of course, your home of the Milwaukee Brewers,
1: WTMJ. Put away the snowplow and come on out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Packers cornerback Adrian Griffin says, Sorry about that. It won't happen again. Brandon Snide has him coming up at 745.
0: Another example of humans doing whatever they can to survive. See, you and I conflict on this. I firmly believe no matter what, Human nature is to find a way to survive the situation. Just to hang you lost on the mountaintop. You hang in there as long as you can. Whatever you can do. All right. So a man from New Zealand expected to be okay after spending nearly 24 hours in the cold, choppy sea. He was rescued off the northern coast on Wednesday. Police call it an absolute miracle. Here's what happened. This fisherman had gone out on his 40-foot boat by himself. He was fishing. In the ocean? Mm Mm-hmm. Off the coast right. of New Zealand, caught a marlin, trying to reel it in, but he fell overboard. He's fighting on that thing. Usually, if you're trying to catch a marlin, first of all, it takes That's some a big work. big fish. It's energy there. Falls overboard. As he's trying to get his bearings, boat starts drifting out of reach. Can't keep up with it. It's floating away from him. He tried to swim oh. to some nearby islands. Nothing doing there. The currents kept him from that, so he's just out in the sea, can you? Can I? Can you first put yourself in that position too? I'm no.
2: swimming to this island, and you're
0: realizing this isn't it, it's working. Not work, yeah. I'm not actually getting any closer here. And I don't know if it's ever happened to you, but I've been I've swam off a boat before, and that boat starts to drift. And there's a moment that you're like, "All right, I got to make sure I can get back to this boat." You've done that in a lake that doesn't have any chop, let alone here. So, too exhausted to keep swimming. The man endured a cold night in the ocean. At one point, police say a shark came to, quote, nope, nope. have a sniff nope. <laughs> before leaving. So <laughs> shark just came by. Nothing. That's what <laughs> we got here. Up. They call it an absolute miracle. How did he survive? He used his watch. He was trying to see across the horizon anything so he would reflect his watch from the sun To try to get other fishermen to notice him. Nothing doing. However, three fishermen, probably 600 meters away, saw something in the water flashing. (laughs) Oh, okay. Let's go check and see what that is. Headed that direction. They didn't expect to find a person, but they found him waving his arms, using his watch as a reflection. 600 meters. And how long? 24 hours.
2: 24 hours? So that means at hour 23, he's still fighting doing the watch thing, which for the previous
0: 23 hours and 50 minutes had not yielded well, a rescue. He could have rested during the dark times, I'm sure. I guess. Was <laughs> but right? Yeah, he knows how to float, knows how to kind of conserve the energy, he used his watch, and he was spotted. They pulled him in. He should be okay.
2: Seven minutes. <laughs> you know, seven you would, minutes. You would have been just like nope. this guy. I'm like, you would no. have checked your
0: inventory. Well,
2: I you know, try to swim for the boat first. Okay, that's not working. Start looking around. I think that's too far away. Nah, well, I guess this is I, how it goes. You would have done anything. Right. You I
3: don't know. I don't think I would have gone out sh- sh- uh, fishing for marlins on my own. <laughs> well,
2: that's neither here nor there.
0: <laughs> he was already out there on okay. the water. <laughs> I, fair me, I think fair you're enough. Being a little hard on the guy. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: No, seven minutes, maybe ten. Mm. First sniff of the shark, all right, for sure this is out. I'm not going out like that. I'm trying to swallow seawater, whatever no it way. takes.
0: Whatever no way. it takes. You would have held on to that fishing pole to get towed by the marlin if you had to. <laughs> Anything. All right. I don't You're think a water so. skier. <laughs> Definitely under an hour.
2: This news report brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them at Steinhoffels.com.
0: Did I just create a new Packer? I, it sounded like maybe. <laughs> I could I could probably dig it out. Brought to my attention on the
2: old National Bank talking text line. I was talking about Packers cornerback, Jair Alexander, who had his apology it won't happen again. Yeah. Apparently, I said Packers cornerback Adrian Griffin, who is not a I know Griff looks like he could play. I know he'd go out properly for the coin toss. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is today. So, this is a new year. It's 2024. We got a leap year, Olympics this year, election year. What are the rates and markets going to look like through all of this? What benefits and challenges could it bring? Yeah, WTMJ Steve Scafiti and Annex Wealth Management's Dave Spano today at 1 o'clock for their live webinar called Market Outlook, Risks and Opportunities. Get your financial questions answered. They're going to navigate through 2024. What's ahead? Just text the word web to the old National Bank Talking Text line, 855 616 1620, and sign up. It's free to attend, but you got to sign up. So text the word web to 855 616 1620 and sign up for the webinar. It's at 1 o'clock today. No, Packers cornerback Adrian it. Griffin says, Sorry about that. It won't happen again.
1: Well, it won't. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The struggles forward the Bucks against the Pacers back on display last night as Indiana dominated Milwaukee on their way. To the 142 to 130 win over the Deer, and now a three-pointer teed up. Halliburton's going to pour it on even more. Well, Indiana is clobbering Milwaukee now as they continue to add to the tally—a 15 to 2 run over the last two minutes. Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ as Halliburton led all scorers with 31 for the Bucks. Though Giannis recorded his third triple-double of the season with 30 points, a season-high 18 rebounds, and 11 assists. Ultimately, it was not enough as Milwaukee falls to the Pacers. For the fourth time this season, they're playing harder. They're being more physical. They're executing better. They're making shots. They're playing together. They're playing fast. crashing the board, guarding, the loading. They are double-teaming. That's why I was able. They was able to four times this um,
2: season. At the end of the day, like I know right now, it feels like the end of the world, but it's not the end of the world. It's good because
0: like we're gonna have we're gonna play with more urgency. We're gonna respect opponents more. We're
1: gonna execute better. And now we, I think, we realize as a team that this this team's out there. They can beat us for time in a row. Bucks right back to work tonight as they're in San Antonio for a matchup with the Spurs. Coverage will get started right here on WTMJ beginning at 6. Over to the NFL where the Green Bay Packers are in the midst of their preparation for the Chicago Bears for week 18. The Packers finally getting some good news on Wednesday as far as the injury front goes. Receivers Christian Watson, Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks all returning to action, as did Jair Alexander following his one game suspension. Head coach Matt LaFleur thrilled to see his team get healthy and knows they'll need all hands on deck against a much-improved Bears
4: team. Just going back and watching the game from week one, it feels like it was last season. It feels like so long ago. So I think when you look at our team and you look at their team, I think we're two, two totally different teams, so it's going to be a new set of challenges for both of us.
1: The Pack have won their last two games and have been in a playoff mindset for a few weeks now. Quarterback Jordan Love spoke on that, as well as having big games under his belt already while heading into a must-win game at home. You know, I think anytime you've been in that position before, had these big games, you know, it gives you confidence going into another one. So, like you said, yeah, we've had some big games throughout the season. And, you know, uh, this is uh, obviously the biggest game of the season so far for us. So, um, you know, I'm excited for it. And lastly, we'll head over to baseball. Some Brewer news. According to Robert Murray, the Milwaukee Brewers have acquired left-hander Brian Hudson in a trade with the LA Dodgers. Hudson, who turns 27 in May, made his MLB debut with the Dodgers just a season ago. So some brewer news. Hopefully that nice. gets the train rolling. Yeah, you got the Brewers winter warm-up coming up <laughs> next weekend. There.
2: Lots happening. 749, Mark Tauscher joins us next. Hut, hut. Idea
1: man.
3: The Green Bay Packers want this to work. Innovators. Now, whether or not Jair wants it to work. That's why the line in the sand is there. Jair, it's on you. And Packers Hall of Famer. Do you want to be a great Defensive Player of the Year candidate? A potential Hall of Fame player? If you want that, we want you here. We want you as a part of it. But if you don't, okay, now we know that you have decided that you don't want to do that here. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News.
1: Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services.
2: Mark Townshire on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Uh, to the point that was uh, listed there in the open, Taush Jair Alexander, I'll give him this. He did step out. He did answer the questions. let the media scrum surround him at his locker yesterday. And he took all the questions. I don't know there was a whole lot revealed in there. But I give him credit for standing there and taking the questions. He could just as well have been that guy at the locker saying, I'm not talking about it.
3: Yeah, I, I think, you know, a lot of times in athletics you kind of get on a high horse and you you play at a high level and you kind of think that you're in a different boat than everybody else and uh, occasionally being humbled is really a good thing and the part of that that scrum or his comments yesterday that I thought was the most interesting was he was shocked that he got suspended I'm kind of shocked that he was shocked that he got suspended and that that kind of lets you know where his mindset was before, and the hope, and I think the the you know you mentioned the fact that he sat down and it wasn't the last time that he got in front of the press. It was more of a joke. This looked more serious. This I think he understands now that this whole NFL career, if you're not out there performing at a high level, uh, people move on. And when you see your team play last week without you uh, and have a really good performance, you want to make sure you're back in the mix on that. So I think the the mindset shift, I hope that happened for Jair, is that he now realizes that this thing is fleeting and that this stuff can be taken away from you and you'll have to reset and go somewhere else. That all of that and that suspension that was for one week – really had an impact on him. I hope that's the case, and I hope that he goes out and shows who he is when the Green Bay Packers suited up against the Bears on Sunday.
0: So, Taj, Vince was fired up by something Bears quarterback Justin <laughs> Fields said yesterday. I'm curious your take here. I'll play it. He he didn't have the nicest thing to say about Green
3: Bay. Uh, I know their fans going to be loud because there's not much to do in Green Bay because I watch football, but... um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's nothing doing Green Bay. (laughs) Does bulletin board stuff mean anything to pros? I mean, will they use that as a chip?
3: Uh, I I think you always are looking to use anything, but uh, in this case, I think the Bears are just searching. They they have no answers. They have never beaten Matt Lafleur as a head coach. And from a Packer fan or from a Packer player standpoint, if you're worried about Justin Fields you know, dog in your town a little bit. I I would think the motivation would be much more, hey, we win, we go to the playoffs in a year, nobody thought, and the Bears are still going to be doing what the Bears do, drafting and probably replacing the guy that just said there's nothing to do in Green Bay. And by the way, if Justin Fields isn't the quarterback of the Bears, you know where he'd love to be the quarterback? Little old Green Bay, that would have been a great landing spot for him where they actually develop other talent around him and give him a chance to be successful. So I always look at that. Whenever you're taking shots at a city or at the fan base or anything else, it means you're really at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, that's what that means to me, and it it's actually a positive sign. If I'm you know, looking at it from Green Bay's perspective, uh, oh. We are we're already way ahead of the game when I hear stuff like that.
2: Yeah, that's the trash you got. There's nothing to do there. Did yeah, you? Yeah,
3: that's the best you got. Oh, and by the way, football's really important and it means a lot in Green Bay. Oh boy, you hate to play for a place like that. What worst trash talk ever? in My yeah, opinion. I, I also <laughs> like
2: the. I also like the. Reaction of the Chicago press corps.
3: Oh, here, wait, wait. There's not uh. much to do in green bags. I watch football, but um, uh, it's going to be a great environment. To us. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> great. Well, what do you expect when you have a really bad trash talk and a, you know, a rivalry that's kind of fallen flat because you can't beat them, and then you're looking and you get as much fake laughter as you could possibly get? I, I would say that... That was probably a big L on all accounts, and hopefully that's what we see say, well, uh, Sunday.
2: That's all we got to do up in Green Bay. Let's make sure we're doing it for at least one more week longer than the Chicago Bears.
3: Oh, by the way, you're not even in Chicago most of the... You're in Lake Forest, I think, <laughs> is where you're at, right? It's like a supper about... I've been out there. There's hockey tournaments and stuff. Uh, let's get serious for a minute, <laughs> Justin.
2: We'll see you all on Sunday. Thanks, Tosh. <laughs>